1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. It is 12.38. Not 12.38, I'm sorry, 10.38 here. We're a little, a little late. We're a little behind here at the Players' Lounge. As you can see, we're doing this from home in our SWBC studios at the crib. It's me, your average box safety. I'm over here with the great, the legendary, the, oh, man, top six in Survivor Season 41. I'm talking about Danny D-Mac McCray. He is back. On the players' lounge, my boy. What is going on? We know we're gonna dive into the survivor, but I gotta see, man. I gotta it, say, how was it, big dog? How it, was it? Listen, it was it, it was rough
3: to watch back, even though I had already known what what happened it still sucked to watch it to watch it all go down man but it was it was a hell of a ride you know top six i was probably probably one one person away from being able to make it to the end of that game so that that's a souring feeling but but i'm i'm still hyped for for what i was able to
1: accomplish out there bro It's that that was a big time thing for me oh before i forget man this is brought to you by hotels.com this is the players lounge but Danny, I, I was watching the episode and I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, look, I know my guy's on his last string right now. I mean, he's out there searching the woods. He's going here and there looking for idols. I'm like, oh, man, what is going to happen? And it, it all boiled back to, to me at least, it all boiled back to the connection that Deshaun made with Erica and Heather because they were all part of the Luvu tribe, right?
3: Yep, yep. Were we were all on the same tribe together.
1: All in the same tribe. And, and I forget, I mean, those are the earlier episodes because Eric and Heather, man, they kind of went under the radar for the majority of the season. And it's just now starting to pick up for them. Do you think that was a big, big reason why they ended up deciding to vote you off instead of Deshaun was just because of that that relationship that he developed with those two early on in the season?
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean absolutely. Uh they I think they ended up liking him more than than they liked me. Uh especially after he had uh the emotional couple episodes uh that allowed them to connect with him and kind of feel sorry for how he was feeling and then they bonded over that. Uh and, and to be honest, my number one on, on on Luvu other than Deshaun was Sydney. So once I lost Sydney, it was it was it was pretty much over for me, man. So, yes, that relationship mm-hmm. with with Deshaun and Heather and Erica was is why Deshaun is still in the game.
1: Man, that's tough. We were talking about it the other day. We were sitting there, me and Nui, and we were just like, "Man, you know what? They made a huge mistake—a huge mistake in not getting rid of Ricard." I call him a man bun, whatever y'all <laughs> want to call him. Ricard the previous week, because this guy—I mean, he's—he's he's a master at these at these um, these, these immunity challenges. I mean, he's—he's he's what? He's won three of them now, oh, yes. so. Why in your opinion, why didn't they take that guy out? Like what, what was what was going through my man Xander's head
3: at that point? Yeah, listen, I'm not really sure what Xander was thinking. I still think it was a horrible decision. Uh <laughs> but he, he somehow thinks that people are after him and he needs somebody to protect him, like a bigger target out there. So he feels if Ricard is gone, then everybody's gonna be looking at him. I don't I don't see it the same way. I don't think it made much sense. I still don't mm-hmm. think it does, but we'll see how it plays out
1: at the end. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely gotta see how it plays out, man. Cause, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go back to the challenge. I'm gonna go back to the actual immunity challenge y'all had, uh, where you had to go through like the spinning part of it, oh, man. unravel all that stuff. <laughs> how was that, man? Cause I know spinning around like that, getting through. Cause you were one of the first to finish the first leg of that immunity challenge. Was your head spinning? Was you, like, seeing stuff? Because you look kind of off balance on that on that beam a little bit, my boy. <laughs> kind of. So you think about this, bro. So you're,
3: you're already starving, right? So you already know how you get nauseous and stuff if you haven't eaten in a long time. So you're starving. You're dirty. Then all of a sudden, you, you, you're twisting in circle, So I'm dizzy. And I'm trying to, like, take my time after I finish doing that to see, like, all right, it's going to wear off. It's going to wear off. And after a while, I'm like, oh, no, everybody's catching up. It's not going to wear off. So let me go ahead and try this. And I was dizzy as hell when I was walking across that beam. <laughs> Dizzy, <laughs> is man. I tried it like five times, man And then, uh, you know, th- that last time when I fell I was like, come on, Jeff, bro I was like one foot away, bro you He t- did, he t- got t- you on that one <laughs> <laughs> He was like, go back, bro He just crushed me But at the end of the day, man I saw it was a puzzle at the end So I knew I probably wasn't going to win that thing But I just had to give it everything I had <laughs> the, the, the puzzle's just not for me, bro they, That's why they did not show me the entire time Because I didn't get one piece right
1: <laughs> hey, I, I look I gotta man there's gotta somebody had to tell Ricard what the what the deal was man cause ain't no way my man got through that puzzle that fast. Like I don't know if maybe it was editing, I don't know what it was, but it seemed like the guy went through the, the little turnstile thing, got over the beams, and he put the, the puzzle together like that. Like I mean, somebody had to let him know. Or was it wasn't a part of the previous survivor season that type of puzzle because that guy did it
3: too fast man nah man listen ed- editing can make make something seem really really short so the the uh, reward challenge that we did with those like trying to shoot it in the hoop shoot the little balls in the hoop oh, bro, that, thing yeah. lasted, that thing lasted for like 35 minutes bro but on the Damn. show, when you, when you look at it, it looked like it, 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 it wasn't long at all. Bro. I, we switched out on my team like three or four times. I had to swim all the way back, uh, out, almost all the way out in the ocean to go retrieve balls. That was a long challenge. And then when you watch it on TV, it's like, this was like five minutes? <laughs> that ain't yeah, right. It made
1: it, it made it seem quick. And, and, and go back to that that swimming all the way out in the ocean. Why didn't y'all have two people in the in the water trying to get the balls, trying to get the rebounds? When they, I mean, it was just you out there. It seemed that like it would, took, took longer to do that unless you had two people out there so why wasn't it, it, I think it was Heather why didn't did Heather you, get out exactly,
3: there you thank saying? you thank, did you see who was out there on my team bro and no offense to her we already tired and hungry nobody's eating it's hard as hell to be swimming out there, bro. you just like doggy paddling in the same place. You're already fatigued, and every time a ball goes far, bro, you literally have to swim to go get it try to, and try to toss it back. We were all tired, so our timing was off. If you look at the other team, Xander swam the whole time because he's a really good swimmer. Deshaun yeah. never got in the water. <laughs> so, so they, they <laughs> have to worry about the same stuff that we had to worry about on, on our end. Without, without a doubt, man,
1: without a doubt. And I, I want to talk about Heather a little bit. To me, she's been under the radar this entire season, just, oh, I'm just golly shucks Heather over here. Is is there some more to Heather? Is she a little, little sneaky behind the, behind the scenes? Because, I mean, there's no way you last this long just being all golly shucks and I'm just here to enjoy the ride. Is there something more to Heather's game that we're not seeing? So,
3: so, let, so let, let me tell you this. So it's because you're a new Survivor watcher. Okay. Yes. So when you get to the end, right? there's going to be the jury and the jury's going to listen to the story of the three people that are left. And then whoever has the best story, the jury then votes for that person to win a million dollars. So if you think you're going to the end of the game, you want to bring somebody to the end of the game with you that you don't think the jury's going to respect their game or, 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 or get them votes. So oh, if, okay. if, if you so if you're looking at Heather and people are, are are seeing it how the viewers are seeing it, you say, hey, look, if I take it to the end, she's not taking any votes away from me. So this is this is a perfect person to, to keep to keep dragging to the end. And, they, and then, uh, in Survivor terms, they call it the a goat. So, so okay,
1: so the end of the at the end of everything that everything's done, it's the person who gets the most votes from the jury who went, ends up winning the mill.
3: Yep, so, so you're trying your hardest throughout the whole game not to get any votes, and then at the end of the game, you're trying to get as many votes as you can. Oh, my goodness.
1: Ain't <laughs> hey, hey, no, hey, no way. Ain't <laughs> hey, hey, no way. And then, hey, and then your boy, what what was Deshaun thinking there when he, at the end, he was just like, you know what, I'm going to put all the truth on the table. And he basically just threw Erica under the bus but then she turned around and, and helped him out in the end so like what what was that whole relationship what was that whole thing going on right there man
3: yeah no it was listen D- Deshaun at that moment and, and that's why I sit here real he literally thought that he was going home and he was like listen I'm going to blow the game up for you so you have some stuff to work with when, if you're still in the game and I was like alright do what you got to do man <laughs> appreciate, appreciate you but just just, just do everything you got to do to wreck the game and leave me with some little pieces where I can go try to get in somebody's ear and say yeah you see this person actually don't like you and she really wasn't trying to go to the end with you so he just he really thought he was going home at that moment I don't know how or why Erica decided to, to keep him but I guess that's something we'll have to find
1: out as the as the finale comes on next week. Well, she she thought, and then because she thought that he would be the best to try to take out um, Ricard in an immunity challenge. But is there any more immunity challenge going forward, or is this just a final crew? The final, I mean, the final go about, or is it? Oh no, it has to go down because you said it goes down to three people,
3: right? Yeah, they still got, they have, they got. I think a couple immunity challenges, a fire making uh, challenge. They still got a lot of stuff to do in this uh, last episode. It's a two hour episode, oh, and it's cool. not going to be a lot of. Uh, you know, it's not a lot of people on there, so they're not going to have a lot of time to, to go off and talk about anything except really just showing challenges and seeing who gets to the end. Um, but you also heard her say, she was like, I don't know what Danny's game is. I don't even know if I can trust him. And I was, in my head, I'm like, you're right. Because <laughs> i was, <laughs> cause I'd definitely be trying to vote you out.
1: You're a Ricard. I'll be trying to get y'all out of the game. So so now you're a part of the jury. And, and, and so how was that when you got you know finally got voted out and you were walking back over to the to wherever you guys go when you're voted out? Did you get to meet the rest of the drawers again? And, and did y'all discuss anything about that once you were voted off?
3: Let me let, listen. Let me tell you something, church. You're my friend, okay? So if you go to my Instagram and you look at the story that I posted, I got my Ponderosa video in there. And it, <laughs> it, and, it, and it, and it, no, it literally shows you from the moment that I walked out after I got voted out. It shows me like going to get on the scale and doing all that. It shows me ordering my first meal, and then it also shows me. Uh, meeting the rest of the people on the jury for the first time and, and showing how many conversations we had, what they were about. You see me and Shan and Liana had this conversation where they still don't understand why what they did was wrong. And that's why I voted them out. And then we all come to an agreement that we we will just move forward. So 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 check that out. If, if you're listening and you if, and you want to know what happened right after I got off the island, uh, check out the Ponderosa video that's in my story on Instagram. That's at
1: 40 All right, you heard it here first. Well, look, D-Mac, we're going to take our first break, and then we're going to dive into Cowboys football. Dive into Cowboys versus Washington, the matchups, predictions, who we think is going to have a big game. We'll dive all into that when we get back from the break. This is the Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. We'll see you on the back.
0: At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.
4: It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys.
2: Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me.
0: Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar & Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.
2: Brace yourself for an existential question. To the Players Lounge. Celebrate
5: Christmas at the Star with Cowboys' Christmas Extravaganza Power by Reliant. The 20 minute show electrifies the star in Frisco with a powerful mix of game day excitement and Christmas cheer every Friday and Saturday, 6 p.m., starting at 6 p.m. through December 18th. Admission and parking are free. So, you want more information on it, go to stardistrict.com. So that is tonight, folks, 6 o'clock. I would advise you to get there early because a lot of people get there early and get, get get a good spot. So you want to get up as close as you can. So it's a great show. It's really good. And I'm not sure who's going to light the Christmas tree up tonight. Maybe it's Jason Witten's family. I know they are on the list to do it. I'm not sure if that's tonight. So check it out there. You're in the Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. I know we grown up for a long time. Cowboys reported, joined by the two former Dallas Cowboys free agent safeties, Danny McCray and Barry Church. Uh, Gentlemen, that Ron Rivera response to Mike McCarthy coming out (laughs) saying, we're going to win the game. And then Mike McCarthy was asked about the response on his radio show this morning. And he's like, you know, he tried to blow it off, tried to say it was no big deal. And then he also tried to say, well, I wasn't really trying to fire him up. I was just answering questions within the setup. Church said yesterday he loved it. Dak Prescott said he loved it. Dan McCray, did you love Mike McCarthy coming out saying, "Hey, we're going to go win this game"? And then Ron Rivera saying, "Hey, man, he's just trying to fire his team up." So you know, I don't think you should be doing that because you making it about you, and you should be making it about your players.
3: Yeah, I, I don't think Ron, Ron Rivera's uh, comment was right. But I tell you this: when it comes to Mike McCarthy, you asked me that on Monday, all right? Because I know that we've been <laughs> we, we saw the, we saw we saw the Philly guy, you know, making shirts. And it backfired on them. We've seen over the last few years, the coaches make these guarantees and then all of a sudden it backfires. And then we give them hell on, on Monday, uh, so as of right now, I, I'm not sure. If Mike McCarthy doesn't pull this off, man, this is going to be a very, very bad look for him, especially since you have to see these guys twice in three weeks. That's It's just not a good look. If it was me, I would have just said, hey, man, we're going to go out here and do what we're supposed to do and try to beat this team. I wouldn't have been making any guarantees because, you know, uh, believe it or not, it does put a little, a little bit of pressure on the guys in that locker room to make sure that they, they stand up for their coach and make this thing happen. Now, if Dan Quinn would have said it, I would have felt a little better about it, cause that's my guy. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but nah, now I'm not. I'm not one for making the guarantees and doing all the trash talk, man. I I, I really do believe in and letting, letting the pads talk when you get out there on the field. So I, I really do hope we get this dub so Mike McCarthy can put that in his back pocket. But if it doesn't, this is this is really going to be a sound bite that's going to be played for the for the rest of the season.
1: Do y'all think this could be as bad as, you know, when when the Philadelphia coach uh, Nick Sirianni was walking around with beat Dallas t-shirts and ended up getting thumped. Now if we go up there and we end up losing. I don't care if we get thumped or we lose a close game. Do y'all think it could be the, the backlash, the downfall? Do you think it could be that bad as that one in Philadelphia? Cause like you said, the Mac, I'm not, I, I loved it if I was a player, but I, I kind of wish he would have just said it to us, but you kind of love the confidence, but like you said, if, if, if we lose this game, man, that backlash to this, man. <laughs> Let me tell you and something. And in Dallas?
3: Ooh. There, there, there's there's a, listen, whatever the Philly media is, and who he knows about it more than I do, what we know about the national media is, is that if there's something from the Cowboys, especially if it turns out being bad, it's going to be on every network possible. Stephen and A. And, and Shannon and Skip, This thing is going to be talked about for the foreseeable future. So, yes, if it backfires, I think this is going to be much bigger than the beat Dallas shirts because Philly, uh, we didn't really uh, expect Philly to be that good, but Dallas has been on this roller coaster since they had the great start. So th- th- this could go re- really, really, uh, really bad for us if we don't get this dub this week.
5: Danny, what year were you born? 88. Okay, so when you were a young man, um, Jimmy Johnson said right before the NFC Championship game, we will win the game. Put it in three-inch bold letters. And that was all the talk. Like, wow, Jimmy just guaranteed a win. And they were Super Bowl champs. And people were like, why are you saying that? And the players... All rallied around Jimmy. They're like, yeah, we like how our coach has confidence like that. And George Seaford, who was coach the 49ers at the time, said, you know what, man, he got some brass And the Niners were ticked off. Well, the Niners came to, um, came to Texas Stadium, not Troy, but not the game. Bernie Kosar finished it up. Next thing you know, the Cowboys went on to the Super Bowl. And Jimmy put it on his players. He won. And Jimmy was a master psychologist. And he didn't really pull that kind of thing very often. But he put it on those guys to say, you know, what? we're going to win this game go to the Super Bowl. And they all bought in. When Dak Prescott, the quarterback, comes out and says, blank, yeah, I like what Mike McCarthy said. That was all I needed. McCarthy, and maybe this is his version of, of, you know, beating up watermelons, smashing watermelons like he did last year. (laughs) I like this. You know what? Your team needs some type of jolt right now, in my opinion here, because they've not played good football in the last four games, the way way they were rolling this year. So he's going to play this Jedi mind trick. Put it on these guys oh. and say, we got the game plan.
3: Going out here, go do it. You know what I'm for it. Nui, hold on. Nui, wait, wait, wait. What you said that was the NFC championship game? Yeah. This is much different. <laughs> okay. Like, like <laughs> what w- one of them is win or go home, and this one is like win or be embarrassed. Like this, I think it's totally different. So it's easy for your team to rally around the fact that if we win this game, we're going to the Super Bowl. More than it is to say, all right, if we win this game, what do we really get? Right? We're gonna play this team again in two weeks. Like, I, th- I think the circumstances are a little different. And I'm, in my mind, I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm glad Dak actually backed this coach up. But we wouldn't expect Dak to do anything different. What are he going to say? <laughs> what is he going to go out there and say, yeah, I don't like what Mike McCarthy said.
5: So, so, and I come back into this. All right, you lose this game. Now your lead is down to one. You get to face him in two weeks. Over there in Washington, they're feeling good. They went five in a row. And then you're the Cowboys. You're, around. you're just going to keep catching more and more heat. Um, I, I like what McCarthy did because if you win this football game, you are effectively going ahead and ending this race. So this could be the nail you need to put in the coffin to go ahead and wrap this sucker on up. So that's how I look at it. Plus then you went up there, they got to come to you. So you get the giants the next week at home and then you get Washington on December 26th on Sunday night football at home. I like, I, I so, this is just my opinion. I like where McCarthy took this thing.
3: So, so, so tell me this Barry and, and Newey. So, because you, you gave me the if we win, right? If we win, yes, absolutely, everything is absolutely one hundred percent great. Now you make this guarantee, and you lose. Well, now, now what happens? What What are you now?
1: Hey. Yeah, I mean, you, you still got you still got the division lead and everything, and that's why the question I got to ask is: Do y'all think these players are or in do or die mode? I mean, obviously, I believe the coaches kind of feel like there's a sense of urgency that needs to be picked up with this team. Or McCarthy wouldn't have went out there and and gave these guarantees. But do y'all think the players are in that same mindset? Do y'all think, all right, man, if we lose this game, it could be all downhill? Or do you think, all right, man, we got a two-game division lead over here. We play this team again in two weeks. The Giants are, I mean, that's that's an automatic win. So do y'all feel like these players are in do or die mode? Or is it just the coaching staff that's trying to get a little pep in their step?
5: I think it's just yeah, try, trying to set the tone. Trying to set the tone this is where we need to be and where we need to go. Let's get out here and win this game. Let's go up there, win this football game. Vegas got them favored by five. Uh, get some guys back here offensively and defensively, some from COVID, some from injuries. Go out here, knock these dudes out, and, and let them understand and know this is the this is the Cowboys division. That's the, to me, that's how I took it. That's the approach that I believe he's trying to put towards his, his, you know, instilling the players and the staff. That's just my take. What you got, Dave? Yeah, no,
3: I, like I believe that's the goal. I'm just saying, that, you know, the, the, the possibility that this all backfires is pretty high. Um, like you said, we have been on a roller coaster as the Dallas Cowboys team of going out there, not playing well against Denver, not playing well on offense against Kansas City. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that we have another game that looks similar to those, and Washington comes out with a dub. It's not out of the realm of possibility. But what you do is you back yourself in a corner now, to where if you do lose, then you, you don't have the you don't have the option to to make any more guarantees. This is over for you. No nobody's taking this seriously again. And I just think it was pretty early to. Be making a guarantee like this. Go out here and win this game, or if you lose it. You play this team again in two weeks. Leave, leave that opportunity for, 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 for that moment. I just think it was a little early if you were, were, were gonna uh, see, try, try to put that talk out there in the in the
5: atmosphere. See, see, Danny, I feel like McCarthy went out and approached it like Ricard did. It's nah. okay. <laughs> went ahead and made his move right there, man. That's how I feel. McCarthy's like a Ricard out here, man, this week. I like that about him. Okay. I'm Let to ask you a quick question. Book, 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 because I know
1: that. We, we talked about Survivor in the first segment, but I got to ask you a question. Do you think if you wouldn't have went and looked for an idol and and got that thought in Ricard's head that man, maybe Danny has a, has an idol. Do you think they would have still strongly went at you the way they did?
3: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's essentially the same vote. The only reason they didn't put all the votes on me the first time is because they didn't want us to be able to play an idol and then vote one of them out. So they, they were they were still voting for me anyways.
1: Dang,
3: <laughs> hey, all right. Yeah, you know it is it is what it is. Like I said, I'm am still upset that that thing was sitting right in my foot and I didn't see it CA, because I like I looked for that thing for for many days, many nights, and and, and many hours, and, and just to know that it was that close, man. That
1: that sucked. And the cameraman man they they some jerks for that man they, they 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 saw you walk away and they just zoomed right in on that <laughs> ion that was literally literally a foot away from your feet man it was Man, it was, heart listen, listen, it was what's, heartbreaking.
3: What, listen, listen. One, one more thing. So what's crazy about that is you try to trick the cameraman every once in a while. You try to turn around re- really fast to see if they're looking at something you're not looking at, and they do it on purpose. Like, I, oftentimes you'll you'll turn around, and they'll be looking at something that's totally out of the way. Then you'll go over there and look, and there's nothing there. But they just <laughs> don't want to give anything away, bro. So yeah, now nah, they, they they know what they're doing. They've been doing it for 20 years.
5: Oh man!
3: Yes, mm, they I hate they, to see it.
5: They know where all the tricks are. They know where all they know how to do everything. Yes, they are professionals. They they are professionals from that standpoint. So I'm looking forward to seeing exactly what uh, happens for this game and Mike McCarthy. Uh, I remember many years ago uh, when John Fossil's um, dad Jim was coaching the New York Football Giants, and they were in a they were in a tough stretch. And he comes out to the media, and he's like, you know what, I'm putting all the chips, man. I'm pushing everything in here. If you want out, get out. But I'm pushing it all in. And he just basically put it on the Giants and say, man, we're about to get up here get on a run and, and, and win. We're going to go win this thing. And they ended up winning the uh, NFC Championship. They lost in the Super Bowl to an outstanding Baltimore team led by Ray Lewis. But yeah, you know, he put, and it was early in the regular season, but he put, his, you know, I should say later in the regular season, but he put himself out there like that. And But yeah, act like we lost last week.
3: <laughs> You're like y'all said, like it's, it sounds like okay, we going through this stress. We lost four straight, and then all of a sudden, this is when we go write the shit We won last week. We won last week. Yeah. We lost to a Kansas City team who's in first place. All right, we played bad against Denver. But we won the game last week. It's not like we on a on a loser streak at this point. Okay,
5: so, so thus is a part of the confidence. Hey, we won the you know, if you're McCarthy, the team won last week. I'm getting reinforcements back defensively. I'm getting a healthy Amari Cooper back. My quarterback's got a little bit of time to rest here. Now, obviously, you got some issues with the running backs, but he's I think he's feeling good about himself and where his team could be, and says, "Yo, we're gonna go out there and win the game." I'm all for it. It sure beats what the last head coach around here used to do. So, I'm all good with oh. you, Mike oh. McCarthy, okay? Did, I'm good with the big Mac. Did McCarthy get swept last year by Washington? Ooh. He didn't have his quarterback. He a, He won that double G, no, 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 no. I G not, out there. Come I on, know. now. You, 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 hold on, hold on. I don't expect double
1: G like that. Hold on, hold on. The guy he cut? Don't do it. Y'all put do some it. respect on Double G. Don't do it, don't do it because
3: you, you was saying. the same guy out here giving Mike McCarthy props for beating Minnesota, the same team that beat Pittsburgh last night. So That's I don't cool. want to hear nothing about what quarterback he had in the game, okay? He still Sports had a chance fluid. to go out there and win.
5: Sports is fluid. Didn't have his offensive line. Had a lot of issues last year. Nah, hit right I don't right want to hear it. We're about to talk right, <laughs> right now here on the Players' Lounge. Brought to you by Hotels.com. We have predictions for the game. And, um... Vegas got the Cowboys favored by five. I, I'm feeling, I, I'm, you know what? I'll tell you right now, I'm going to ride with Mike McCarthy. I'm going to ride with Mike McCarthy on this. I'll get my Kool Aid. The Kool Aid is back. Well. You know what I mean? Go find me some blue Kool Aid in the fridge. <laughs> I mean, may break that out. And we we got
1: to talk about Chase Claypool and these Steelers, too. I get, we got to throw that in there, too. Man.
5: Yes, sir. We'll do that next, right here on the Players' Lounge, hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio.
2: Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light.
4: Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys.
0: At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.
1: At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching Grandma how to video call. And teaching her again.
3: It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left.
1: It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone,
0: even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back
5: to the Players' Lounge. Hey, this holiday season, visit The Star to get your photo with Santa presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys-themed cottage in The Star District across from Ascension on The Star Boulevard from November 26th through December 24th. For more information and to book your photo, visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa. You are in the players, brought to you by Hotels.com, former Dallas Cowboys safeties, Barry Church and Danny McCray. These are the hosts of the show. I'm merely... Newie Scruggs carrying out the assignment. Cowboys <laughs> against Washington. Yes, it is Dallas week up there. That's how they call it. It's a whole week dedicated to the Cowboys. They used to have like a luncheon up there. I mean, dude, that's all about the Cowboys. The Cowboys a are a
1: banquet.
5: Yeah. What the heck? Yes. Not-
3: I
1: probably even had a parade up there. So. They, uh, they ain't making no guarantees, though. Yep. Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> you heard Jonathan yes. Allen, man. Only guarantees is death and time. <laughs> that's, that's a, that is true.
5: <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so I, I, I'm just going to come out right now and tell you. I, give me Cowboys 30, Washington 20. That's my prediction right there. Going right there. Ooh. Ride with Mike McCarthy. Ride, you ride with Mike, huh? We'll ride with him on this one, man. We'll ride with him on this one. I, and and I, I think we're going to see Tank Lawrence put on a show. Expecting a tank, tank Lawrence going off? Expecting a tank show. Ooh. Well, the, well, I'm going to go with as well. I'm going to go with you as well. I'm, <laughs> I'm going
1: to say the Cowboys get the dub. But with that bulletin board material right. that Mike McCarthy right. threw out there, I think it's going to be close. I'm going to give it a 24-21 victory, Cowboys.
3: Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. No, listen. I, I, at, at one point, you know, I was going to go against you, but I, but I, I can't, okay? Church, I think you are crazy. I don't think the game's going to be that close. Um, I think the guarantee's actually going to work out for them this time, which is, Ooh, which, is, okay. which, is, which is great for us. But I can see us getting a bunch of turnovers this game. I think I think we cause a fumble. I think we force them to have to throw the ball, and and we know what our secondary does when you force a team to throw against them. We get turnovers. So I'm looking at a 28-17 game.
1: Okay, all right. I still got to win it by three, man. I still got. (laughs) It's gonna be close, man, because I think Gibson and Curtis Samuel and Jaden McKissick, if he plays, I think they're gonna be able to have some success running the football. But eventually, I just think this Cowboys offense is going to be too much for him. And like I said, I give him a three-point victory.
5: So you got it by three. Danny's got it by 11. I've got it by 10. So everybody believes that Mike McCarthy is going to be correct when he steps up to the podium to say, had it all on. We had it all Absolutely. On. Absolutely. And, and, and more importantly, that will give you a three-game lead in the division. This is over huge, the It's a huge game. Right. This is a huge football game, in my opinion. And just to go up there, to go up there where – it's the it, you know it's gonna be a half half crowd. Anything anyway. <laughs> you go, you to be. This is, this is your opportunity to, to really just just go ahead and stick in that gap. You know? I, I listen. My,
3: Listen, I listen, I, I listen. I, I listen. I, my, my eyes on the bigger picture. Okay, I'm not even thinking about the division lead. I'm still hoping that somehow Arizona and Green Bay can get a couple more losses, and we can get that number one seed. All right, that, that is that is that's what my eyes are on. I don't even care about the division lead, man. I need us to have all home games and get a first first round bye. I think that is our path to the Super Bowl.
5: No, mm-hmm. definitely. It definitely starts with that. With this on, on Sunday, you got to go ahead and win that to get to the and win the division to get yourself to the to the bigger prize. Last night, I watched Mike Zimmer's football team, and obviously, Danny, you and I had vested interest watching Dalvin <laughs> and, and, and 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 Justin Jefferson for our fantasy teams here. But I just watched that twenty nine point lead evaporate, and I just said to myself, Mike Zimmer's fine. I mean, if, I mean, the Lion game already fired you, but you're supposed to be the defensive guy, and you couldn't stop anybody. And if Chase Claypool was not out here doing that mess he did at the end of the game, oh. they may they may have tied that sucker and won that thing. Listen, Without
3: I, a doubt
1: they. Oh yeah, they go, ahead, Church, go ahead, Trevor. Go ahead. Go ahead, D Mac. Go ahead. No, listen. I, my,
3: mine is quick. Listen. I know we 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 putting this on Zimmer and, and the defense. I think he had his guys in position to make plays, and I'm sad to say that my man Pat P. He had some bad plays out there, and Breland was looking like like a, a third tier cornerback last night. Like they they were in position to make plays, playing man to man coverage, and somehow they just got out competed and they and they got beat. Uh, in those big moments, and that was that was super unfortunate. Uh, but th- that that secondary just did not look good last
1: night. Yeah, the the secondary didn't look good, and I don't understand why they they went away from Dalvin Cook in the second half. I mean, that guy was. Cooking, I think in the first half he had 167 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, the guy was on fire. I don't know why they decided to put the ball back in uh, Kirk Cousins' hands in that second half, but I I just wouldn't have done it. I'd have let Cook run for 300 and some yards out there, let him finish this game off. But we go back to the Steelers' side. Man, I kind of felt bad for Big Ben out there because it was like his offensive line didn't show up. They were out there just plummeting this guy. I mean, he was taking big hit after big hit after big hit. The offensive line didn't know who to block. But you got to give him a little bit of kudos because he did get his team back in the game with some big throws out there. But at the end of the game, what, what, is, what is Chase Claypool thinking? I mean, what? And it's all these receivers for the steelers i mean you had antonio brown back in the day doing outlandish stuff then you got juju dancing half of the time and now claypool i mean it's like it's all about me philosophy when you get into that wide receivers room for the pittsburgh steelers and he he caught i mean he basically drained what 15 seconds off the clock they would have had another opportunity to shoot uh to go for a touchdown but I mean Claypool I just oh, man this receiving court for the Steelers man I, I'm glad they ain't our triple threat because I mean you wouldn't see <laughs> CD and them boys do nothing like that
5: so, so just, just to set the stage the clock is running Okay, this thing is getting under, you're under 30 seconds to play. Chase Claypool makes a catch and decides that he needs to go ahead and point on the first down and pose. And then Trey Turner, the offensive lineman, comes and rips the ball from him because they're trying to get the ball set so they can get ready to run another play. And essentially a good 14 seconds run off the clock while you're watching Chase Claypool, you know, try to, Say have a, his look at me moment. And then afterwards in the press conference, he tried to put it on Turner, saying that he was the reason why they lost time at the clock. Uh, just a just lack of self-awareness. And then Big Ben said it's not his job to discipline the players. That's not him. That's what the head coach did.
1: And this team's falling apart, man, right before our eyes, man. I mean, you got Ralphisberger. He's, what, year 18 talking about this ain't my job to do this. And Claypool blaming it on the, on the offensive line. And if you saw after they spiked the ball, Claypool ran over there yelling at the guy like it wasn't him who was <laughs> celebrating instead of putting the ball down. I just... It doesn't make any sense to me. And Mike Tomlin, he's one of the most respected coaches in the National Football League. And if he can't get a handle on this situation, I don't know who can. And to me, the, the Steelers team, they just need a whole rebuild. They need to blow up the whole thing and rebuild because is getting out of hand now. They're costing themselves games. And I feel bad for Big Ben, man. He, ah, it's just a bad what situation. Happens,
5: what happens in the locker room after that, guys? You tell me. What happens in the locker room when you see something like that go in? Yeah, go ahead, D-Mac.
1: <laughs> well I tell you what
3: since that was on the offensive side the defense is we on our side of the locker room right now whispering to each other like man you see what Buddy did is he lost his <laughs> mind is he crazy you know we having our own conversations because the offense has to handle that on, on their own right it's, it's, it, it usually is, it's not going to be a defensive player that goes over there and says hey man you need to be accountable for, for what you did right but we sitting back and we're watching to see which one of those guys are going to be that leader to go hey say hey Chase hey l- let me talk to you real quick bro because this is not how you you handle these type of situations all right you was wrong go out there and admit you was wrong and then and, and suffer the consequences of what happened i think that's why you see mike tomlin come out after and say hey we're gonna figure out what we're doing and who we're doing it with uh because i think they're gonna take a, a deep dive and look into what type of players they have and who's buying in and who's not
1: yeah without a doubt man because like you said a defensive side you can't really handle that that's that's up to the leaders of the team or leaders of the offense to do so but when your main leader of your offense big ben comes out and talks about man that ain't my job that that lets you know <laughs> man it is it, going downhill like when they went into that locker room big ben probably just took his stuff off got in the shower and was ready to bounce up out of there like there was there i'm, I'm sure there was no talking going on it, it's, it's just all going downhill right now and, and mike Timelin I mean, even though he's one of the most respected coaches, when you win and you let something like that slide, like when they're winning, it's not a problem for, for Chase Claypool to do his dances or Juju to do his thing and all that stuff. And we, But when you lose and you can't sit there and be like, oh, that's the reason, we can't be doing that. You can't have it both ways. You gotta coach it like that the entire time. And I'm not quite sure if he's doing that when they win. I think he's letting these guys do their own thing, dancing and stuff. And now it's just come to bite him in the butt when it's a loss.
5: All right, let's wrap up the show once again. Our predictions Danny mcrae has got the Cowboys winning 28 17 over the Washington football team. Barry Church got a 24 21 close game win for the Cowboys over the Washington football team. And I'm going 30 20 Cowboys win at FedEx Field. We will discuss it on Monday. And if Mike McCarthy's guarantee isn't there, Danny McRae will be the first. To jump on I can't wait. So we will have an eventful show one way or the other come Monday on the players on Jabati by Hotels.com. Chris Bean, thank you so much for hanging in there with us. Uh, Barry Church, Danny McCray, you guys, enjoy the weekend. Lots to talk about come Monday right here on DallasCowboys.com radio.
2: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about Cowboys? Yeah!